Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. This is Season 11, Episode 8, entitled Alcohol, the Most Dangerous Drug. This is my first episode purely on the facts about alcohol. I find it interesting that many people do not consider alcohol a drug, even though it is classified as a depressant. The authority on alcohol in the U.S. is the NIAAA, the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. They seem to make a distinction between alcohol use disorder and the term alcoholism, which is seen as a subset of AUD. The NIAAA is part of the world-renowned CDC, Centers for Disease Control, a huge government agency in the U.S. which encompasses research initiatives on every form of major disease and has been especially active in the prevention of the spread of COVID-19 and its several variants. So this is what the NIAAA says about alcohol use disorder. Alcohol use disorder, AUD, is a medical condition characterized by an impaired ability to stop or control alcohol use despite adverse social, occupational, or health consequences. My, what polite language that is. I suppose dying from cirrhosis of the liver could be considered a health consequence. The problem is that most death certificates only say cirrhosis when the guy drank himself to death and really died of acute alcoholism causing his liver failure. So let us continue. Quote, AUD encompasses the conditions that some people refer to as alcohol abuse, alcohol dependence, alcohol addiction, and the colloquial term alcoholism. I find it interesting that Uh, The professionals call alcoholism a colloquial term. So here comes the part where some of you may want to pay attention so that you're not swayed by any myths about alcoholism being just a matter of moral character or weak will. Here it is, the opinion of the best scientists on earth. In quotes, Considered a brain disorder, AUD can be mild, moderate, or severe. Lasting changes in the brain caused by alcohol misuse, perpetuate AUD and make individuals vulnerable to relapse. Allow me to interpret that. Alcoholics can't stop drinking even when they want to. There is that rare individual who has stopped drinking on his own, or more likely with the help of a program, and he's stayed sober. My estimate is that 80% of all sober alcoholics have relapsed at least once. That's why one of the most popular episodes of my podcast is called Don't Quit Trying to Quit. That's a way of encouraging those who relapse to try and try again to give hope to their loved ones that this is not a one-and-done program. No reason to despair if you keep trying honestly, sincerely trying. There's good news, however. According to the NIAAA, no matter how severe the problem may seem, 
Evidence-based treatment with behavioral therapies, mutual support groups such as Alcoholics Anonymous, and that's my note, and or medications can help people with AUD achieve and, importantly, maintain their recovery. This is where the authority quotes a survey, and I'm not sure as I sit here where and how the data was collected, and I have no doubt that the data is as good as it gets, to tell the truth. But I have a feeling that the numbers are somewhat understated. Nevertheless, according to a national survey, 14.1 million adults ages 18 or older had AUD in 2020. This represents 5.6% of this age group. Put another way, of the 251 million adults in the U.S. 18 or older, 14.1 million people have a serious drinking problem. And most of them are driving, by the way. The estimate is also that 414,000 adolescents ages 12 to 17 have AUD. Almost half a million kids are or are soon to be alcoholics. Can you imagine that? Which brings us to the main factors that contribute to the alcohol epidemic. And why not call it that? If 14.1 million people in the U.S. caught a disease that threatened death by vehicular accidents, cirrhosis of the liver, and heart attack, then we would call it an epidemic. The first major driver in drinking, if the first major driver that causes alcoholism ultimately is drinking at an early age, which busts another myth that introducing alcohol to a youngster while his or her brain is still forming will somehow prepare him or her to drink responsibly. That is the biggest load you will ever hear. In a survey among people ages 26 and older, those who began drinking before age 15, and I know many who did, I started drinking beer at 16, they were more than five times as likely to report having AUD, or also known as alcoholism, in the past year as those who waited until age 21 or later. Five times as, as, as uh, likely to become alcoholics. The risk for females in this group is higher than that of males. You start drinking young, chances are better than average that you're going to become an alcoholic. I shall add here the fact that alcohol is legal, socially acceptable, and easily available to almost anyone. That's a big factor in its abuse. We'll never go back to prohibition, but keeping up the pressure on drunk driving and not glamorizing drinking can help limit its damage, in my humble opinion. Genetics play a big role in the development of AUD. However, like, like other health conditions, the risk is influenced by the family environment. If the parents are uncontrolled drinkers, the odds of family dysfunction and its injurious effect on the children speak against a healthy attitude toward alcohol and drugs. In other words, it's okay to drink and do drugs in the home with your parents. Mental health conditions and a history of trauma, as I mentioned above, contribute to a wide variety of psychiatric disorders, including depression, PTSD, and ADD, and all are associated with an increased risk of alcoholism. What are the symptoms and how are they assessed in an objective way? It's one thing to say, hey, he's an alcoholic, but it's quite another look to look at the objective measures to judge whether the person has AUD. Here's how the experts do it. <laughs> I think you're going to like some of these questions. Healthcare professionals use criteria from a mental health uh, uh, handbook called DSM-5 to assess whether a person has AUD and to determine its severity if the disorder is present. DSM is a directory of um, psychiatric disorders. 
Severity is based on the number of criteria a person meets based on their symptoms. Mild, they meet two to three criteria. Moderate, four to five criteria. While severe is based on meeting six or more criteria. The healthcare professionals work with 22 criteria, and here are a few examples to show you how it does, doesn't take much to be classified as a person with severe AUD, in other words, a real alcoholic. Here are some example questions. So this is in the past year. Right? That's usually in the past year is a place that people, um, they, they can claim to remember as far back as a year. And sometimes they, they ask in the last month or in the last thirty day, or last uh, 60 days or 90 days. But they're using a year here. In the past year, have you wanted to drink so badly you couldn't think of anything else? You know, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to answer this as if I hadn't sobered up. <laughs> uh, did I want to drink so badly I couldn't think of anything else? Yes. Continued to drink even though it was causing trouble with your family and friends? Yes. More than once gotten into situations while or after drinking that increased your chances of getting hurt or hurting someone else, such as driving, having unprotected sex, or operating machinery. Yes. Continue to drink even though it was making you feel depressed or anxious or adding to another health problem or after having had a memory blackout. Oh, absolutely. Here's a killer question. Have you found that when the effects of alcohol were wearing off, you had withdrawal symptoms, such as trouble sleeping? Yes. Shakiness? Yes. Restlessness? Yes. Nausea? Yes. Sweating? Yes. A racing heart? Yes. Or a seizure? No. Or a sense that they were not, or, or a sense that there were people that were not there? Oh my gosh. So that's where we are with some of the facts surrounding the topic of alcohol. It's politely called alcohol use disorder. I should go back to the sense that people were not there. We're talking about hallucinations. I've had hallucinations. I had hallucinations while I was drinking. I had hallucinations after I stopped drinking. In fact, it was kind of worse there for a while as I was withdrawing from alcohol because that's the most dangerous drug to withdraw from. What have we learned? We learned that one, one could consider alcoholism an epidemic if we count a minimum of 14 million adults as having this disease. Two, and since it does not travel alone, those 14 million adults affect another 5 million people each, so another 5 people each, so that 70 million are in one way or another affected. Three, the myth that we can protect our young people from the risks of becoming alcoholics by introducing them to drink early in life is one of the most dangerous myths out there. The facts speak totally otherwise. Four, the deadly effects of alcoholism are underreported. Death certificates may, may say cirrhosis of the liver, but do not mention that a lifetime of drinking was the real cause of death. And finally, number five, alcohol is still a socially acceptable drug, and being a drunk somehow carries less of a stigma than being an addict, even though one is addicted to alcohol. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.